Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Disney Holic Show! Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. Today we'll be talking about all of the highlights from Disney's Investor Day 2020 and a very special retelling of the history of the Haunted Mansion holiday, according to yours truly, Mike TV. All right, so Disney Investor Day 2020 happened recently. Um, and I know, Jen Diz, we were both watching it around the same time. Sure, we should have been doing some work, but we can multitask. Uh, but let's talk about that because there <laughs> were so many announcements that they um, announced on the live stream. Yeah, so it was a definitely like a bigger day than I was ready for. Um, I love that you and I both kind of tuned in late, but at the same time, and it was right when they're launching into all the Lucasfilm updates and we were all just like freaking out from the beginning. Like, yeah, it was just like, we missed like the kind of fluffer at the beginning, which was big news for some people, but like kind of the bigger news that we tuned into was happening right when we got there. So that was super exciting, but I thought I would start with like kind of the big picture of what happened at this investor day, 2020. Yeah, because I know so we, did a, we did a poll and only like maybe half of the people that follow our Instagram watched it. So um, I guess a lot of people still yeah, don't know exactly Yeah, so a lot of is. people, right, yeah, a lot of people don't even know it's available. So Disney is a um, publicly traded company, so they do have a lot of meetings like this that are like available for us to all watch and like follow along with. For instance, I've followed along with these investor days in the past, but also they have shareholder meetings, which you can tune into. Um, they probably have other ones as well. Those are the only two that I really know about off the top. But um, they, I mean, that was where, for instance, at a shareholder meeting, that was where they announced the actual opening day of Galaxy's Edge. Like we were all waiting to find out which actual day, like we kind of knew it would be like summer, but like, what does that mean? And then they announced the official day and it was like, everyone's freaking out, right? <laughs> so these, yeah, these big announcements happen and it really gives that vibe of being at D23. So I suggest it for everyone that's like really into like hearing things as soon as they break. Um, but also, like, I think it's a great place to start if you aren't sure if you're going to like D23 because it gives the vibe of D23 without having to wait in lines and be around people. So <laughs> there's that too. <laughs> that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's point. like a good starter package for D23. <laughs> and more comfortable. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're just in your own living room watching this amazing like presentation. And it's like, well done too. like the presentations um, are usually done live. Actually, they usually are done in like they have an audience. Usually everything, of course, this year is different, but it still felt the same. It just felt um, a little more produced this year than usual because it's usually like there's some hiccups with live versus re like pre-recorded. Yeah, it reminded me of those like really nice polished Apple keynotes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And it had all the like big guys like. Bob Chapek and Jennifer, what's her, is it Jennifer Lee? I always want to uh -huh. say Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Not the same person whatsoever. <laughs> Jennifer Lee was up there. We had Bob Chapek. We had Bob Iger. Like, it's just a lot of the people that are, like, leading Disney right now are all there to talk about it. And it's just exciting, right? It's just like, ugh, super exciting. So um, one good thing for anyone that missed it, it is online now. Like, they've posted the entire video on their page so you can find it if you just search Disney Investor Day 2020. So you can like watch it. It is like four hours long. So be prepared if you want to like sit through all that. Otherwise, there are plenty of recap videos on YouTube that you can find that other people have created that just kind of do the highlights. So here's our version of, of said highlights, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Like we are not a, a newsy group. So if you want the full download, there are so many YouTube videos like Jen just said. Yeah, there's just a ton. So um, as a big overview of some of the big like updates that happen, um, let's see here. So Disney Plus, I love this part. This is actually like kind of businessy, but they said they're ahead of Target by four years. Wow, Isn't that crazy! They just started wow. in four years above their target already, um, and they have eighty six point eight million subscribers already. Since it's only been a year since they started, that's a so lot. It's just 
crazy to think about, which is so cool. Um, they've also announced some expansion of launching more international content as well as new series coming to Hulu. And then some of the super exciting stuff is that within the next few years, they are announcing 10 new Marvel series, 10 new Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, Disney animation and Pixar series, and then 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, Pixar featured films. Wow. All of which like are either going to be straight direct to Disney Plus and or some of them as far as the feature films will be in theaters. So, whew, yeah, and crazy. Does that come at a cost? It sure does. <laughs> so, <laughs> um yeah, Disney Plus premiere, right? Is that what you're talking about? Um uh, oh, that too. Yeah. How much it's like Mulan, right? To get some of the feature films. Yeah, so Raya the Neck or Raya the Last Dragon, is that what it's called? Yeah, Raya I think you're gonna say the next dragon, dragon right? but it's last dragon's okay. I know. I wanna say the next. I'm like, that's yeah, not I right. think it's Raya, Raya the Last, the last dragon. dragon. Oh yeah. So that one is gonna be on what's called Disney Plus Premiere, which is kind of the same treatment as Mulan had. And it's gonna be twenty nine ninety nine to watch it on there. But it'll also be in theaters. So it seems like they're gonna kind of drop it at both places. Um, and that's like I think in March. So it's kind of like who knows what's going to happen by then. Um, so, but right. anyways, it'll be numerous Spring, places summer, for you to be able to see it. Maybe right. theaters will be open again. Oh, but what I was alluding to at the cost is Disney Plus $1 more, right? Starting next year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. When does that start again? I think next year. So twenty, the end of 2021. Again, you guys look it up because I really don't remember the details. But <laughs> I do know that Jen Diz and I locked down a few years because we bought it at the expo. Yeah, we got three years. We're good for a while. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, it's it's kind of cool too because even then I think it's I think it's like seven ninety nine after that dollar increase. It's still super cheap. It's really right? cheap. I think it's lower than like HBO Max and some of these other ones. Yeah, HBO Max I think is like fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. So like, and then Netflix just raised their prices from like nine ninety nine to thirteen ninety nine or something. So this is minimal in comparison. And for all of us Disney fans, like, where else do we want to be? And I think so. it's cheaper than. Well, I think Disney Channel comes either for free or with basic cable now. But when I was a kid. Disney Channel was a premium offering. And I remember my parents yeah, telling me acting like it was really expensive. So we never got to have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I remember that. Having to feel like I'm getting a gift every time I turn on the Disney Channel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fine. Or at someone else's house. You're like, oh, you have Disney Channel? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say with all the announcements, there was a few phrases that were being Throwing around, Mike, do you want to tell us some of those phrases that you were saying in all caps in our text messages? Oh, uh, what I think you're referring to <laughs> is one of two things. One is that they just kept announcing reboots and remakes, like tons of them. And then I wasn't also, I wasn't sure if you're referring to the investor portion where they kept using acronyms like ARPU and we were immature and couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> That was the part I was like working again and I couldn't oh. I couldn't play along with that. But yeah, the reboot, spin-off, reimagined, sequel, prequel, live action version, like all those, like that was a very common thread in the new features coming out. Like so Yeah. Many. There was maybe just a very small handful of original content. Yeah. That they announced. So speaking of original content, one of the big heavy hitters for original content was Lucasfilm, right? Like, we're getting a lot of original content. That's, like, also... Yeah, ah. yeah. I would say original, yeah. but like, at the wait. same time, it's part of Star Wars. Right. They're, like, new shows instead of redoing a movie, I guess, is the yes. difference. So, spinoff. Exactly. Yeah. So, that spinoff keyword is definitely hitting... Oh, the there's another one. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one. Spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just a quick list of Lucasfilms, and then I want to ask you, Mike, which ones you're most excited about. So The Mandalorian has two spinoffs coming. Um, one is that Ahsoka Tano gets her own series called Ahsoka, which is super exciting. But we'll talk about that later, later. And then we have Rangers of the New Republic as well. Then Clone Wars has a sequel. Do you remember what that was supposed to be for Clone Wars? It's, it's supposed to be after, right? Like continuing? I have no I can't clue. remember. But... That one is called The Bad Batch. And we knew about this since last D23. So a lot of these oh, were okay. already the, Yeah, that spinoff of Clone Wars, The Bad Batch, about those uh, 
the troopers who went rogue. Right, right. And didn't didn't comply with Order 66. And then there's Visions, which is um, a, a set of short films that are done with an anime style, which I'm so excited about that. I just can't wait to see it. A droid story, which is like C-3PO and R2-D2 story. Lando gets his own series. Obi-Wan, which we've known about before, with a new announcement there. We'll go there in a minute. Um, then there's Andor, which is a Rogue One spinoff. Acolyte, which I can't even remember what that is because there's so many. And then we have two new films that have been announced. There's Rogue Squadron, which is about Starflight, or about, sorry, Starfighter pilots. And there's an untitled Star Wars film, uh, which hasn't been, like, named at all of what it is. But the director is Taiki Waititi. I can never pronounce his name right. Is that right? Taiki or Taika? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Okay, I need to say it all together and then it sounds better. Taika Waititi, yes. Um, so that's like what's going on for Star Wars. So what are you freaking out about? A um, couple of things. So one is the Ahsoka series. I was not expecting that at all. I thought Rosario right. Dawson was just going to show up in The Mandalorian maybe one more time, if anything. But the fact that she's getting her own series is amazing. And they've already started planting seeds about who the antagonist is going to be, right? Because she started talking about Thrawn. She was asking where Grand Admiral Thrawn was in that Mandalorian episode, and my brain was just exploding. Can't wait to see Thrawn in in real life, live action, blue. (laughs) One of the most scariest, brooding, intimidating Star Wars villains, I think, of all time. And, of course... The other part of that is for any Rebels fans out there, they're probably going to continue this Rebel storyline because it's Dave Filoni. um, And there's tons of rumors that Ezra has been casted. So Ezra, Thrawn, and Ahsoka in one live action series is too much for me to handle. (laughs) Seriously, I actually had sniffed out the Ahsoka series. Like just like randomly I was talking to Jacob and I'm like, I feel like if they went through the trouble of getting Ahsoka, or uh, Rosario Dawson, which is an incredible actress, they didn't just like pull someone who could make it through one, like, whatever, series, episode, or whatever. So I was like, they're going to do more with her. I just feel like it. But I thought it was going to be within The Mandalorian. So I didn't necessarily know she's getting her own series, but I thought she was going to be like in a lot of The Mandalorian, if that makes sense. I just knew we were going to see a lot of rosario dawson as ahsoka for some reason right if they um, if they went to the trouble of casting yeah you're right yeah but i didn't sniff out the thrawn part in that i didn't even think about that that they were like already alluding in the mandalorian what her series is going to be about so that's super cool i didn't even think about that until right, right? because i thought <laughs> oh how can they throw in thrawn when they already have um john carlo esposito as the um villain why can't i remember his name Mas- Oh my gosh. Most Def. Mos- exactly. His name is Most Def, Mos- and he's also a hip hop artist. But Mo- he, he no, has the dark Moff Gideon or something like that. What Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. There it is. Uh, and I thought, why? They can't have him and Thrawn. That's too much. So this all kind of makes sense if that's where they're going. There was a funny, um, I think it was like a tweet this weekend. Did you see that? Did you send that to me about Moff Gideon? Maybe not. I can't remember who showed that to me, but it was like, the real actor, like, saying that his daughters watched The Mandalorian. They are, like, begging him not to kill Baby Yoda. Aww. It was really funny. And he's like, I will slap that little big-eared alien or whatever. He said something like that. It was just funny. I have so many more things that I'm excited by with the Star Wars stuff. But what is one of yours? Um, So, of course, I'm also mostly excited for Ahsoka, to be honest, out of all those. I love the idea of Obi-Wan kenobi series coming out um but i'm also like just super excited about visions i just can't get over the idea of seeing star wars through an anime filter like i just love that idea i've always been a big fan of anime and just seeing those two worlds kind of come together is just super exciting for me so that's probably up top i'm also very excited about a droid story because i just think that's going to be really cute because i love the droids they're so adorable and getting to like see how they want to tell their own story about Star Wars is just going to be pretty cool. That is cute. That um, one's animated, right? I think. I can't remember. <laughs> Some of this animation too, by the way, is so good. It was, um, what were they showing a trailer for? I think it was Bad Batch. And I was like easily 15 seconds into the trailer and I thought it was live action until I got a zoom in on someone's face. I'm like, oh no, that's animated. What is happening? It's just so good. <laughs> yeah. That I can't even tell the difference anymore half the time. That's true. Um, I can't remember if a droid story is animated or not, to be completely honest. But 
I guess we can look that one up. Yeah. My <laughs> guess is animated, but we'll see. Um, you said Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, that was a huge one because, first of all, I'm pretty sure it was the series was just called Kenobi when they announced it at D23. Um, and now it looks like it's his full name, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And they said Darth Vader is going to be in it, played by Hayden Christensen. And I remember yep. texting you after and being like, what? I don't even remember that announcement. I must have just been blacked out at the time because of all the announcements. <laughs> it's blacked out. Yeah, I feel like you and I missed a lot of the same announcements, which is just so funny because we we're watching it together. And we were just like too excited about whatever they just mentioned that we were talking to each other and we just blew past some of the things. And they were also like, they were quick hits. Very a lot quick. of these are like... Here's this. Let's move on. I'm like, dang, there's so much to talk about. Except but just don't even unless you are not a true investor like us. And we kept getting that stupid uh, countdown timer screen oh, yeah. while everybody else got to see all the good footage. We just got to see a trivia board or something. It was so funny. I like legit just thought they had to like, remember, I was like, why do they need to do all these breaks anyways? Like, are they setting up the next section? I'm like, no, the audio that you're hearing is literally what people are watching a video version of, but we just get the audio and then they give us trivia to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so reading or looking on Instagram about how the people who did have access had some sort of thing across their screen so they couldn't take camera videos of it and send it online, put it online. Yeah. It wasn't it like their name, like yeah, their investor name. I so then they so. would get straight called out like <laughs> you can't share it without being called out was kind of funny and very smart actually yeah. for Disney. But, um, so yeah, the Hayden Christensen is not like my favorite announcement. <laughs> I just did not like his character I think, ever. Like, I, just, I think why ugh. I liked it was because yeah, more of the character of Vader and the possibilities that they could do in that storyline, because it also, again, connects to Rebels, done by Dave Filoni. And there was a scene at the end of Rebels um, with Darth Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi that was just so emotional. And I'm wondering if they're going to be able to do a live-action version of that. Which brings me to my next point right. is I get very confused with Star Wars stuff, especially 10 Star Wars things, because I don't know the timelines. <laughs> they start to get me very confused about who's yeah, alive, there's... what happened, is it before or after... I was always, I can never remember. I'm like, wait, so is this supposed to be before Rogue One or after? Like, what is this thing that's right. happening here? And then there's um, like pre, pre-original pre trilogy, pre-sequel trilogy. Right. There's so much. And now pre, uh, pre-prequel pre trilogy with, um, right. with the, <laughs> that show called The Acolyte, which is set in the, I think it's called The High Republic, which is that whole new timeline they announced maybe two years ago. That still oh has gosh. the Jedi Knights. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's like kind of Game of Thrones. Oh, it's supposed magic. to be one of the originating stories, like really early in the timeline. Yeah. So before all of the stuff that we know. Wow. Yeah. Temples, all the temples and things like that. Ooh, that'll be cool. Okay. Now I'm more excited about that one. Yeah. And that I one they really just kind of that. skimmed over the Acolyte. And I think what might be interesting is my guess is that it's its uh, main character is actually a dark side person. And I'm only guessing that based on the, the, the font <laughs> on the logo. Right. Yeah, it's all red and totally. Um, I I think that's the only thing I am excited about speaking of about Hayden Christensen is that the timeline is after the prequels, right? It's between that and A New Hope. Yeah, it's after and he goes, no. <laughs> That's <laughs> done well. So well. Um, yeah, but he was like getting really dark at that point, which I liked. Yeah. So I'm excited about like to see more of that type of feature. And still young um, and like limber compared to, I mean, he's still a robot, but <laughs> half robot, but compared to the older Darth Vader that we know. True, true. Um, hopefully he's like less pervy at this point. So that'll make me happy. Because I did not like pervy Darth Vader or pervy Anakin. <laughs> it's not my favorite at all. Uh, and then it's so cool that Lando has a new has a series, and that um, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, is most probably going to be back in as young Lando at some point in that series, which is just exciting. Because I love Donald Glover, like I love 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 him. So He's that's really good, exciting yeah. too. Yeah. Um, and then the untitled Star Wars film, I had to ask you about this. So t 
Taika Waititi, of course, I love him as well. Like, I think he's an amazing director and whatever. But the logo that they used, do you remember what it looked like? You know it what it looked like, like with Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, thank you. I was going to ask you. <laughs> is that so weird? It looked like it. I thought it was cute. And I thought, I remember when they first showed the Thor Ragnarok logo. I was like, what the heck is about to happen? And so this get, gave me that same feeling. Yeah, I was like, wait a second, because that's definitely Schoolhouse Rocks, and it's in all these, like, like neons or whatever. Like, it was right. just such a weird... And then that matches his directing style. Like, he's way off the cuff for, like, doing things out of the box. So yeah, I just can't even imagine where that's going to lead for Star Wars, but that's I'm super excited I about mean, it. who else can get away with a movie, a comedy with Hitler as yeah. the um, <laughs> imaginary friend? <laughs> Seriously, I thought that movie was fantastic. Jacob still will not watch it. He's like, I'm Jewish and I will not watch a show where like Hitler is supposed to be funny in any matter. I'm like, no, it makes sense. Promise, I promise. Yeah, right. The context is different than most people think. Yeah. Yeah. But like the, you know, just hearing that when you say that out loud, it sounds really bad. Yeah. But I am. So Um, I am very excited about the uh the YTT film because he's also doing doing Thor um, Love and Thunder in which Natalie mm-hmm. Portman becomes Thor. What? And so they, it's like he's now part of the Disney family, it seems. And I remember when he was rumored to do Guardians of the Galaxy 3 before they rehired James Gunn. Um, so, yeah, his aesthetic is just really fun and playful. Yeah, and he's done Mandalorian episodes, too. That's so right. he's, like, well in the fam now. Fam, bam. Yeah. Um, so do you have anything else you want to highlight about Star Wars and Lucas? Um, one last thing about the Waititi thing. What I'm hoping he does is I want to see more of, you know, in, in Solo, when they went into that, like, VIP fancy bar and there was that, like, sultry singer alien. Um, I like stuff like that. And the, the big creature in the beginning of Solo so I hope uh, Taika does a lot of sort of just the weird, the creatures, but practical effects, colorful, singing, fun music, and less about the like deep drama of the, you know, the epic hero's journey type of movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He he seems to be able to do it so tastefully that it doesn't feel like corny mm-hmm. or cheesy. Like it, it works somehow. I don't know how he's able to do that, like pull an epic drama and make it cute and funny but it's still like it's tasteful yeah. <laughs> it's just really that's got to be a hard balance but he like has it nailed <laughs> all right so next up was marvel and they also announced a ton of new stuff for instance wandavision i mean some of these of course were already announced but they were reannouncing new items such as like casting and whatnot so wandavision's on there the falcon the winter soldier loki what if uh, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Secret Invasion, Ironheart, Armor Wars, and then they also had like Captain Marvel 2 movie, um, I Am Groot the series, mm-hmm. and Black Panther 2. Oh yeah, and then Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Fantastic Four. So like so many things. <laughs> it's so many. There. And I think I was writing notes before we recorded today and there's only two things that I'll talk about. Uh, because it's just too much. I feel like we could do a whole episode on the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Um, but yeah, what what stood out to you? First of all, WandaVision, I've been excited about it from the get-go. And it looks so good. They showed a trailer. I think it was extended in comparison to what we had seen before, right? Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. I can never 100% remember what I've seen and what I haven't seen. Because my memory is shot. But it just looks so well done. I'm very excited about that. Um, I also really loved... The I am, or uh, not sorry that, no no offense, Groot. The What If animated series. Yeah. I just love the idea of like being able to do altered universes of current paths that we've already seen. Like, what if this changed, and how would that run? And it's just really interesting to hear. So, what are you? Excited yeah, when about? you when they showed T'Challa, Black Panther, as Peter Quill, Star Lord, um, and he was the one that was kidnapped as a kid instead of Peter Quill. That was like, what? That's really cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, the two things that I thought were cool. One, you had already said, which is WandaVision. Um, 
I feel like they've been giving us sprinkles of that for a couple years and it just keeps getting more intriguing and mysterious um, and mm-hmm. a great cast. But the reason why I'm excited about WandaVision is because this is the start of the live action MCU multiverse, um, which they kind of hinted in some of the Avengers uh, finale sequels. But what's really cool about this, it's going to open the door to multiverses and then connect to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which then introduces the Spider-Man multiverse, which people are already comfortable with because the animated film did so well. And so getting everybody comfortable with the multiverse makes me think that, number one, um, they have an opening now to introduce things like the X-Men. Ooh, that's crazy. And number two, um, <laughs> there was all the all the casting for Spider-Man Three, the MCU Spider-Man Three, had been rumored to cast Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Um, am I missing a third Spider-Man? No, oh, Tom Holland's the third one. So they're both cast in it, as well as some of the villains like Jamie Fox. So um, they're going to be in Doctor Strange somehow because that part was announced at the investor call and in the investor day. So my head just basically is like leaking everywhere. Right. In explosion. <laughs> So much stuff. Um, Some of the casting, like you were talking about a little bit, but some of the casting was really exciting too. For instance, um, Miss Marvel is the a first Muslim superhero, Mm -hmm. which is just super cool. But also, um, they casted this character virtually because of COVID. But this is like the first time they've like literally done all of their casting via virtual interviews and whatnot. Like that's just such a trip to think about. So um, that's cool. But also Black Panther 2, they announced that they will not be recasting the Black Panther character, Chad, 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 blah, 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 Chadwick Boseman. Sorry, God, my mouth is not working with me today. Um, so I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Um, if they're going to like rely on some footage that they had with him before he passed you know how they did with uh carrie fisher oh that's right. so they were able to pull some extra footage and like use her in the new series um or if they're going to do cgi stuff or what are they going to do for that what do you think that's interesting i think i what i i'll tell you what i would like it to look like (laughs) it would be great if it was more of a tribute to what t'challa contributed to the world and maybe they use footage at the beginning so that we can uh, see him a little bit and then they'll come up with a storyline for why he's gone or why he's dead or whatever the case is. Uh, but really like dive into Wakanda for most of the movie and then set up his sister to yeah. be the next. I think she has a name in the comics. Though. I don't think she's Black Panther. I think she has an actual name, but we'll figure that out. OK, so she'll be like whatever the new Black yeah, be. and be, the be reason why I think yeah. that could happen is they're setting up what's called the Young Avengers in the comics, uh, which is things people like Miss Marvel, um, Ironheart, and this Black Panther uh, sister, and a bunch of these younger folks. So that seems like that's something on the horizon too, either for Disney Plus or theatrical. Yeah, that's. Super exciting. That was the first thing I leaned to as well was the sister. I just love that. And I just thought she was such a great character that I would love to see more of her anyway. So selfishly, I would like her to take over. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I have to mention, I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this, but they changed the intro to Black Panther on Disney Plus now to where when you see like the Marvel Studios thing where it flashes all the pictures of Marvel Comics and the history and whatever – it's all Chadwick Boseman now. And it's just like so sweet what? to like see like that oh, as a tribute. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So you can go watch it on, on Disney Plus and you'll see that new intro on, on Black Panther. It's just so cool. Aww. All right. So let's see. Oh, there is one last thing I do have to mention that I am excited about. Yeah. Is <laughs> and this is like kind of a funny, like, am I excited? I don't know yet. But it's Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. (laughs) That is very, it looks so cute. Like going back to what we were talking about with the aesthetics of those type of movies and James Gunn and Taika. Right. Yeah. Holiday specials have such a uh, stigma, (laughs) especially since Star Wars. (laughs) I am excited to see what they do with it. I feel like if any of them should do a holiday special, it's 
Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the it music. Just like it would fit the best. The silliness. Yeah, I think it would be I think it's yeah. going to be good. And then moving on from that, there are a lot, lot, a lot, a lot of reboot type of things. I just wanted to quickly <laughs> list through them. Too many. Um, one is that Willow, like old school Willow, is getting a whole new series coming out, which is crazy. Um, but I am also excited about that one. I'm not going to lie. When I'm not so excited I didn't excited even about... realize that that movie from our childhood was Lucasfilm. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I didn't know either. I had no clue. That's so funny. Um, I still kind of can't place that in Lucasfilm, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, what I do know is in Lucasfilm that I'm not super excited about is that they're coming out with another Indiana Jones, which is funny because it's like my favorite like trilogy from when I was young is Indiana Jones. Like it wasn't Star Wars. It wasn't whatever other trilogies are, but Indiana Jones was like my trilogy. And then like Back to the Future and then Star Wars are probably like my top three trilogies. But anyways... I like just let it let it go. Let I'm it go. here. Sorry. I'm here for it though. <laughs> I'm here for it because I, I like a solid five. It's weird that it ended at four. It's just a weird number to end. Well, they should have never gone on. to four, which is the biggest problem here. But you know, it's okay. <laughs> I did finally watch four though, and it wasn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like you're right, it is entertaining. It's a good watch, but it's like you know, a TV movie or something. Yeah, maybe. like one time watch. <laughs> Don't need to watch it again, but entertaining while it happened. Right. Um, some other things is that they are coming out with a Rescue Rangers series. Wait, that's um, going to be a live movie. action movie. Yeah. Oh, a movie? Yeah, I Rescue Rangers. Live action movie. Oh, my movie. gosh. Uh-huh. Crazy. Uh, some others, like Turner and Hooch, they're redoing. <laughs> yeah. The Mighty okay. Ducks. Wait, Turner and Hooch, question mark, because that <laughs> was already good as it was with Tom Hanks. And there's no need to remake that because on Disney Plus now Just they let have it die, right? Right? They have all the good old movies there on Disney Plus. I just noticed this the other night. I watched Big, which is now on there, and then it started recommending all these things after, like Turner and Hooch, which all of these movies they're obviously going to reboot. It's so annoying. Yep. Um, Three Men and a Baby is on that list also. Okay. <clears throat> okay, fine. As much as I'm making fun of all these, Zach Efron is starring in it, so <laughs> I'll watch it. So what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The Mighty Ducks with Emilio Estevez is back. They have a new Swiss Family Robinson something coming out. I don't remember if that's a movie or a series either. Not sure, Um, but definitely a reboot. Yes, there is a prequel to Beauty and the Beast, which is all about Gaston and LaFou, right? But it's cool because they have Ellen Mankin and they have back... um, Josh Gad and Luke Evans, right? Yeah. And it's a musical TV series, which is interesting. There's so many weird things in all of this. Um, Some other reboots are Cheaper by the Dozen, Hocus Pocus 2, which you kind of knew about that one already. That's good, right? That's a sequel we wanted. Yes, we did. Sister Act 3, though, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So, you know, I like (laughs) these whole numbers for... (laughs) franchises and a trilogy is what this movie this franchise needs and i love 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 sister act if you wanna be somebody if you wanna go somewhere you gotta wake up and pay attention sister act oh, two dang. such a good movie. oh dang you gotta push in that belly and get out that voice okay <laughs> i just remember sister mary joseph right Wasn't that yeah her? yeah i watched mm, that so, so many times when i was little it's not even cute um, let's see what else here. Oh, Enchanted is coming out with another one called Disenchanted, which I'm actually very excited about that. I did like Although the, Enchanted is one. still not on Disney Plus, so it's just like, can we get this all together, please? What's happening here? Yeah. Um, Night at the Museum has an animated version coming out, which looked pretty cool. I like the so. the movies, the first and second one. I haven't watched the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I don't know how many there are. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, they have a new... Pinocchio coming out with Tom Hanks casted. Who's he? Geppetto for sure? Uh, or people assuming that? What do you think about it? I mean, I can't tell if it's... That's another one that like what they showed us. Is it animated or is it live action? I can't tell. It's the worst. It's To me, it's the worst combination. <laughs> it's Robert Zemeckis. So it's like that creepy photorealistic computer animation live action. Like... um. 
Okay. But Polar Express, which was also Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. And and the Christmas Carol, which was also <laughs> I I bet you was Tom Jim Hanks. Carey. I actually don't know. That one was Jim Carrey. Oh, Jim Christmas Carrey. Carol one. Yeah. Yeah, oh I don't gosh. know. I don't like okay, that style. Yeah, it weirds me out. Me either. It's it feels like 1990s CGI. Yeah, it reminds me of <laughs> like, like it feels um, too old. Like video game cutscenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a very good way to say that. Oh my gosh. Um they also have a Peter Pan and Wendy story coming out. I think um I think that one's live action and I think that one I'm interested in. Just because I like yeah, that Yeah, I world. think. That's a very good way to say that. Again, I think I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. They've like, got my attention, but I need to see more before I can make an informed right? decision on my opinion. Not ready to commit just yet. Um, of course, The Little Mermaid, which we've already known about, is coming soon. Uh, the, Lion Qu- the Lion King prequel. First of all, what? it sounds like you're about to say The Lion Queen, and that's the movie I want right now. The Lion Queen, girl. Yeah. Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> But no, the Lion King prequel. Um, Cruella we've known about for a while too. Then we also have like a Baymax series, which is obviously coming from Big Hero 6. Zootopia Plus. Tiana's getting her own musical comedy series, which is great. Moana also has a musical comedy series. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Wait, can we stop Um, at Zootopia Plus? Because I remember (laughs) when they announced it, that's when we were already like really with all the sequels and reboots. And then they had the nerve to say the name of this movie or the show was Zootopia Plus. I was like, this has just gone overboard. But what I liked about <laughs> You're the not even stuff trying they anymore. showed, right? It was very tongue in cheek. Like they're making fun of themselves and also doing like TV show versions of Zootopia, like Real Housewives of whatever rabbits. Right. It could be really cute. It reminds yeah. me kind of of um, what was that? It was I think it was DreamWorks. Where the pets are like what they do in the house when they're Yeah, Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, there you go. It yeah. reminds me of that kind of, um, which is like a whole nother issue, but that's okay. Yeah, it looked cute. <laughs> it looks cute. I, I like the concept. Yeah, it does look cute. I like cute. parodies of pop culture things, so right. I'll take it. Yeah, it's like breaking the fourth wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Doug from Up got his own series, which looks, of course, adorable. Cute. Just freaking adorable. Um, and then Lightyear... Which is going to be a movie, right? It's a. Am I correct on it's that? It's a full-on Pixar, Pixar, full-on Pixar animated feature film. Yes, and who is playing Buzz Lightyear? Chris Evans. What the heck? What happened to Tim Allen? Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen, who plays the yeah. voice of Buzz <laughs> the toy. Right. So this is now the like younger, maybe or like. I don't know. I think a little bit of both. It's younger. And so if you remember like the original Toy Story, there was a franchise that existed in the real world of Toy Story, the Buzz Lightyear stuff. Um, And it was a movie. It was cartoons. And then Buzz Lightyear was the toy that was based on that franchise. And he was one of many. Oh, so this is going to be like the real. Yeah. So this is like the movie that would have been released in the Toy Story world. Okay, that's pretty cool. Right? It's very, like, meta. And it's another one where it's like, I think I'm interested. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm getting more and more interested as we talk about it, though. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they announced some new films coming from Disney Animation as well, like Encanto, which I looked beautiful. It like, it was just so a little pretty. bit of a tease, but it was, like, so pretty. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's about a Colombian family, right? Yeah. Set in Colombia, and there's so magic. Cool involved and Lin-Manuel Miranda is doing the music and one other reason why I'm excited about Encanto is because Maluma who's one of my favorite um, international pop artists uh, he's Colombian and he could perhaps be in the movie or do a song anyways if you don't know who Maluma is you should look him up he's very hot and a very good singer (laughs) (laughs) is he talented very talented. Hot. Yeah, he okay, recently <laughs> did a duet with Madonna and then another one with Ricky Martin. Uh, but he's really big, uh, like in the Latinx community. Gotcha. That is very cool. They also have a couple other things like Iwaju is coming out, Turning Red. Um, I haven't looked too much into Turning Red. Do you remember what that one was that about? That one, um, I, I actually have to say of all the Pixar things, nothing was as exciting as I 
normally would be in these announcements. Usually Pixar brings something really interesting. But this one um, that was, what was it called again? Red? Turning red. Turning red. It's like she's like a werewolf that turns into a red animal thing. Yeah, like a floof thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure. She looks like Clifford the big red dog. Wait, are those two That's what it was reminding me of the whole time. I couldn't get around it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that's all I have listed down. Do you have anything else you want to highlight? Um, No, that was it. I think the one thing that I'm probably most disappointed in is... The Little Mermaid, they've just been talking and talking and talking, like, show us something. I want to see what the acting looks like underwater, you know, the production design. And we all want to see what Ariel looks like in full-on makeup and tail. Right. Oh, my gosh. I never even thought about that, about live action underwater. Right. Interesting. It's going to be interesting. Or is it going to be her post-land? Maybe a little bit of both. I'm sure they're going to do both. Oh, where is it? What? Set? No, I was saying like maybe it's her on land and that would be their way to get around that. <laughs> oh, did they just only do those scenes? I know Aquaman, um, which is DC, but did a pretty good job with underwater for the most part. I'm sure people will disagree, but I thought it looked fine. And then right now, Avatar, which is now Disney, allegedly James Cameron has come up with this brand new underwater filming acting technology because you know that's what he does and it would be cool if maybe they're using that for this because um, the way they were talking about it uh, seemed really cool there's like this video of Kate Winslet walking along the bottom of a giant um, production pool she's like on the bottom of the pool walking with these giant wings and it's all practical effects oh that's cool yeah wow okay all right all right so let's see yeah let's see if they (laughs) bring that tech to little mermaid I'll give yeah, them I mean, a chance. other than that all those <laughs> announcements it was just overwhelming right yeah there was so much and i'm trying to remember right now when they were talking about the jungle cruise did they, didn't they even say like it's finally coming out like they even admitted that it's been forever <laughs> right i feel like they said something in their like verbiage that just sounded like ah, it's finally coming yeah guys. it was supposed Here to be is. last summer <laughs> all those forever. movies like black widow Jungle Cruise, I feel like we already watched them. Like, I'm already over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is this the prequel or sequel? Like, what's happening here? Oh, no. It's just it. We haven't seen it yet. Right. We've just seen a million different trailers, and that's about it. <laughs> wow. So, yes, jam-packed, full of announcements. Again, if you guys want to watch it, you can find it online. Oh, that must be a transition for moving in to our next segment. <laughs> it's time to play a game. Would you like to play Ooh. a game, Jendis? Yes, please, always. All right, so I'm going to share with you and our listeners the history of the Haunted Mansion holiday. Um, And per my usual antics, this is going to include both real and made-up facts. And there's two ways we could play this. One is you can just stop me anytime when you think that I have um, a fact that's not true, or we can go at the end and go through them. I'm going to interrupt you when you're fibbing. Okay, even better. Just like real life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. right. So the history of the Haunted Mansion holiday, according to Mike TV. Um, So I just want to start with some really, really plain, basic, simple history. So the Haunted Mansion opened in 1969. um, And the Nightmare Before Christmas was released in 1993. And these are the two things that are colliding um, when it comes to the Haunted Mansion holiday. And last but not least, in 2001 is when the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay was put in place. Um, So the history, why did they even do this? So the history goes that uh, Disney wanted to extend their holiday offering. Some of the holiday offerings at the time were doing really well, um, like the Country Bears Christmas. And so uh, they tasked the Imagineers to come up with something for the Haunted Mansion. And the concept they came up with was a retelling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, uh, which I thought was really interesting because I didn't know that they had that plan, number one. Um, And number two, this was going to be based more on like the live action, like uh, the book coming to life, not Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, But they decided against it because they thought that if that, storyline was in New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, 
uh, that it didn't make <laughs> sense um, and it messed up the continuity of New Orleans Square. And they thought, second, bringing Santa Claus into the Haunted Mansion just as Santa Claus would be too eerie and could scare the kids. And so they decide to scrap that whole Christmas Carol concept. Um, I'm sorry, that just sounds so funny. <laughs> what? It just sounds so funny, like the idea of Santa Claus scaring the kids just because he's just being Santa Claus, but in a spooky place. <laughs> right? They're really like, no, Santa Claus. Um, so Imagineering went back to the drawing board and they decided to base it on the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and so... The way they came up with this was really, really cute. So the Imagineers put their heads together and they said, okay, we're being told we need to put Disney IP into the Haunted Mansion. So what Disney character would actually celebrate Christmas in a Haunted Mansion? And when they put those two things together, it was just so clear that no one better than Jack Skellington could be the host of the Haunted Mansion holiday. Um, So that's how we got it. So imagine walking up to the gate as usual you see the gates of the Haunted Mansion, and on the rooftop is Jack's sleigh, uh, which one thing that I didn't know is if you look closely at Jack's sleigh, there's a hidden Mickey in the form of a hidden Mickey toy plush inside the sleigh, which I thought was really cute. Aww. Um, so the whole storyline between behind Haunted Mansion Holiday is that Jack Skeleton, Jack Skellington, comes upon the Haunted Mansion. You know, he likes to go out and discover. He discovers the Haunted Mansion and he finds out that it's home to 999 happy haunts. And he thinks, okay, well, I'm going to bring joy to this Haunted Mansion and bring Christmas to all of these residents living in the gloom and doom of the Haunted Mansion, just like he did with Halloween Town. So that was how this all came about. Um, And, you know, so he called on everybody in his town to come and help celebrate and decorate. Um, so I want to go through some of the cool scenes that were planned, but not originally, um, or not originally planned, but not come to life. Uh, so there's a few interesting things. Uh, one is that the original plan for, um, Madame Leota's room, what is the room normally called? The seance room. The seance room. So when you go into the seance room, they are actually going to have just for the holiday overlay period, a live actor playing Madame Leota, which I thought was really cool if they did that. Um, I don't know what she was going to be saying, but they said that they had to scrap that idea um, because it was too cumbersome to stop the ride completely. And they had to empty the ride in order to switch shifts with the actor, um, which makes sense because it would break the the magic if you if mm. they just stopped it regular and you saw the lady get up <laughs> and go out the door. Uh, so they didn't do that. <laughs> I'm wondering, what they it's did, interesting you bring that up because... For the Haunted Mansion's 50th anniversary, they did have live actors in there. So I'm wondering how they did, like, do that. Interesting. Because they were, like, in the ballroom. So I wonder if they, like, just sashayed off, like, they're dancing through the ballroom or something. Oh, that like, might be easier switch? because the seance room, like, the track is a, goes around it. So you'd have to walk Yeah, there's, the like, track, no, right? like, cute way to get out of there. Especially <laughs> if you're supposed to be Madame Leota. <laughs> Okay. Just crawl away. Um, oh, they could. They should have got her a wire. She could have floated up. Um, <laughs> right. So instead of <laughs> doing the live actor concept, they scrapped that. And they brought back. Uh, well, not brought back, but they got Leona to, Leona to, <laughs> Leota Tomb, right? So Leota Tomb is who? She is an Imagineer who is Madame Leota. Yeah. And so they got her daughter, Kim Irvine. To, and they reshot it so she was both the face and the voice of Madame Leota for the new Haunted Mansion holiday overlay. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um, another concept that uh, this one. Okay. So they were going to do the ballroom scene was going to be completely hidden and it was going to be a full on diorama of the curved um, or the spiral hill from Nightmare Ooh. Before Christmas. And it was going to have. Like big animatronics. It was going to be, I guess, probably the scene where he's up there singing with Sally. Um, it didn't say much Aww. about the details. It just said it was going to completely take away the ballroom, full diorama. Uh, so, of course, they scrapped that. But the concept went to Tokyo Disneyland. And Tokyo Disneyland now, on top of the table, instead of a gingerbread house, they have this giant, um, not giant, but like a dessert spiral hill. Like one of those big ones mm-hmm. that are made out of... Um, like on those ga- on those reality shows, I forgot what they're called, but that sugar frosting. Thing. 
fondant. Yeah, fondant, a giant fondant <laughs> spiral hill, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, so the concept cool. went to J- Japan instead and then just got minimized a bit. Um, so that is, okay, so we talked about the seance room, the bowl room. Um, oh, another cool thing. So they were going to um, have the singing busts, uh, which are right now, if you remember, are jack-o'-lanterns when you watch it during the holiday one. But it was originally mm-hmm. going to be uh, part of the mad scientist lab with jars, jars instead of singing heads. And one of those heads was going to be Walt Disney's head. No, no, no. Okay. Like, it's like America's Got Talent, that like button they push. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So what? I've already what wanted to hit there? that button a couple times, but this is like my for sure button. No. What, what part? It, well, for sure the Walt Disney head. But everybody already thinks Walt Disney's head is in the singing bus as is. (laughs) (laughs) But that is not him. That is Thoreau Ravenscroft. But um, yeah, so note of that. Possibly, I don't know the whole story about any of the mad scientist stuff, but I can see that. But no, not really the singing heads in the jars. That's gross. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to say no to that. So you got that one. I think that was the first one you completely pressed the button on, and, and then you also got it correct. So. There was no original concept of the mad scientist guy uh, with any jars of heads. Okay, but, I have a couple others. Should okay, we? Wait, talk we have about one more. So we're we... coming to the okay. we're coming to the very end of the attraction, right? So you imagine you're in the cemetery and there's all the la, 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 all the music playing, and <laughs> what we normally see, if you remember, as you exit, do you do you know what it is? They're made of ice. They're really big. The, the big. Wait, what? Say that again? Yeah, the angels? Of, yeah, big giant ice angels, right? With jack-o'-lantern mm-hmm. heads and they have the horns. So that's what right. we ended up getting. The real concept, really cool, was supposed to be an oversized oogie boogie. And then you travel through his like sack stomach. And all <gasps> these all the... insects were going to come <sighs> crawling out. They were going to use the Indiana Jones technology, which came out. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. Um, and so you're going to travel oh, through him, but okay. I think it just probably cost too much or maybe the projections weren't working. So he ended up getting his cameo as the thing spinning the wheel before you get to right. the hitchhiking um, ghost slash those three uh, kids. Okay. Yeah. So that's the end of the ride. And then Sally says goodbye and says, uh, <laughs> does she say Merry Christmas? I don't know what she says, actually. Yeah, she goes, Happy Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the little Leota replaced or whatever. Um, so I'm going to hope the Oogie Boogie thing was true. Okay. So you you want to go backwards either way. Um, and you are correct. (laughs) I mean, you are incorrect. It's not true. I made that up. Damn it. And it would have been so good though. (laughs) Yeah. I think this whole retelling was very cool regardless of what was real or fake. So I also think the Christmas Carol story was wrong because I think they were looking to bring in the original story of the Christmas Carol, but not into the Haunted Mansion. Like, so, I think they had, like, a broader scope of what they could do for an overlay. They didn't have to do it at the Haunted Mansion. I think it was, like, supposed to go somewhere else, if I remember correctly. Am I correct on that? Wrong. They were trying no, to really force was? it into the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Ew. I can't even imagine that. Like, they'd have to change everything. Yeah. It seems too weird. And, and, and like, the article said that I read... Um, and it showed up in a few different places. It said that it just had nothing to do with New Orleans because I think it's set in London. Yeah, right? like none of Carol. it. Like the whole thing that's cool about overlays is that they, it's an overlay. That's not, that's like an overhaul. Yeah. Like you want to be able to keep the Haunted Mansion. It's not spooky. Like for, you know what I mean? Like that's the wrong kind of, it's like too they much. couldn't keep yeah. any of the same animatronics or anything. That's so weird. Wow. I didn't know that one. Um, and then the other one. They don't believe you on is the um, live actor, Madame Leota. <laughs> Darn, you got me. That would have been cool. <laughs> it would have been cool. And it was cool to, like, the whole reason I paused on it was because they did do it at the 50th anniversary. So I was like, oh, wait, uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> funny. Like and I didn't now, know they so. did that. That's cool. But in <laughs> the ballroom scene, you said? Yep, in the ballroom scene. They had, like, it was really cute. They had people, like, sitting at the table, like, having like tea or whatever like they're like conversating and just like hanging out at like a party which is really cool um and the there is a fun fact that's not like calling you out wrong it's definitely correct but kim irvine as madame leota 
It was so cool that they did not have to redo the mold for Leota's face because she matched it because it's her mom. Oh. So you just were able to project it right on the same mold. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. Um, Fun fact. I don't know if you caught it, but there was a hidden, hidden, extra hard fib in that in that part. Let's see. I think Kim Irvine was not the voice. She was just the face. Ah, yeah, you got it. it. So I said she was the Yay! face and the voice. <laughs> but the voice was actually somebody named Susan Blakesley, who then had to impersonate the original voice, who was someone named Eleanor Oddly. Which yes. these names are yep. so funny. Oddly. I love it. Oddly, too. Like, what? <laughs> so crazy. So weird. Eleanor Oddly was also... Um, a lot of people. She's Lady Tremaine. She was Maleficent. Mm. So she was like well into that character already. Oh my god! Now <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I really put that together or remembered anyone um, mentioning that because now I just got this vision slash audio in my head. <laughs> she sounds just like Lady Tremaine. Like it's the same. Isn't it cool? So like now you know when you like you're writing the Haunted Mansion, you're hearing like a Disney character yeah. in there as well, not just like a. I can hear her Disneyland bullying Cinderella character. right now. Yep. <laughs> so good job on that. You fibbed me only once, right? The Oogie Boogie? I got you with no, the Oogie Boogie. No, the Christmas Boogie. Carol too. Twice. Wait, what was the other one? The Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. I could not imagine them ever trying oh, to do that. Oh, wait. I got you on another one too. I got you no, on two more. What? There's two more that you didn't Oh my out. gosh. <laughs> So the whole thing was fibs. Like, you barely even said anything. What else were there? I thought this was going to be too easy since you are a Haunted Mansion fan. So I um, made some really hard ones. Um, there is no hidden Mickey plush in the sleigh. Oh. And Jack Skellington's sleigh on the top of the roof. Uh, I could totally see them doing that. I didn't even same. I, could, I imagined it yeah. I, as I was making up the lie. I imagined it. Um, and then the last but not least one is there was never a concept to do a full diorama of the spiral hill. Oh, okay. You are so good at these lines. It's almost uh, a little terrifying. <laughs> it's like a mix of <laughs> mix of lying and armchair imagineering. Like I thought that would have been cool if they did that. Um, but what's true is that Tokyo Disneyland has that fondant spiral hill, which is what so they kind what of inspired that. me to make up the lie in reverse. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, another fun fact about the ballroom scene. I just love this story so much. Um, one of the Imagineers who worked on the ballroom scene, he said, and oh my God, this is so funny because it's literally been a dream of mine too. In the Haunted Mansion, the regular Haunted Mansion, there's this like up the staircase in the back, there's this giant like doorway that has a curtain over it. And you never like see what's in that room. And the Imagineer said, I always wanted to know what's in that room. I wanted to pull the curtain back. So when you go through Haunted Mansion Holiday, the curtains are pulled back and they have that room set up. And I believe it's like a spinning tree of books or something in there. It's like oh, a little library. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So cool. So he literally did that just because it was his childhood dream to find out what's in that room. And he pulled back that curtain and did it up. And I'm like, oh, that's so good. That's, that's like, so cool. I just want to get my hands on things. And he literally was able to. Isn't that so cool? I love oh. that. Definitely jealous of that guy. <laughs> All right, so that was a lovely retelling of the Haunted Mansion holiday in a f whole different format that I wasn't ready for. So thanks again, Mike, for fibbing me throughout the end of history because <laughs> that's just like <laughs> what you're good at. <laughs> um, but we wanted to definitely give another shout, another shout out about shout outs, I guess we could say, uh, for everyone to go on the Disneyholics.com and send us your shout out. So on the Disneyholics.com, or blah, blah, on the Disneyholics.com, there is a place where you can record a voice message and that will sent, be sent directly to us. And then we can use it on our podcast to give shout outs on our New Year's episode, possibly. So send us shout outs to your friends, wishing people a happy new year, and we will get that on the show. And we will be so excited to hear from you. So yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed episode 11 of the Disney Holics show. Follow us on social media at the Disney Holics. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a DM on Instagram and or send us a voice me message on the Disney or email us at fanmail at the Disney Holics.com. 
Okay, okay bye. Welcome to Oogie's Holiday Tricks and Treats. Round and round she goes. What's your gift? Oogie knows. <laughs> Are you getting a trick or a treat? Isn't this fun? <laughs> I can't wait to see what you get. It's gift giving time. You get what you get. <laughs> Have I got a present for you? <laughs> it's all good here. Sugar and spice, naughty and nice. Have you been naughty or nice? <laughs> well, looky who we got here. I have a special holiday something just for you. Hang on to your holiday hat. Oogie Claus is coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. <laughs> Be sure to bring your gift. Certificate. <laughs> Season screamings, everyone. <laughs> Hurry back. Hurry back. Don't let the tombstone hit you on the way out. <laughs> I've got plenty more tricks and treats in store for your next visit. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. Hurry back. <laughs> Man, I really want to go to Disneyland.